0: Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Sunday for those that are joining me live. For those that are joining another day, thanks so much for being here. If you're here for the first time, it's great to have you. If you came and gone and you're back again, we'd love to see you again. Thanks for being here. Happy Hanukkah. Today's day three. The miracles continue. Hanukkah is going to get peppered into what we talk about because it's just. It's just all around us. We've been talking a lot about this idea of purpose and what it means. A lot, of, a lot of our life is based on our intention. This is a... I was thinking about this over Shabbat. How if you're a human doing if your life is in the world of do, 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 right? Forget have, it's amazing. We're there right now. We'll talk about it more, but there's a certain risk. And the risk is that when you're so good at doing, when you stop doing, you don't know what to do, right? If you are a person who is so addicted to things and to act, and then you can't do anything. You're sitting in traffic. You're online somewhere, right? You're at a TSA line. I don't even know. I haven't flown in so long, but I'm sure there's still TSA lines. And like, what are you going to do? You're standing there. Like you can't pull out a book, you know, they're about to call you, you know, that whole drill. Or you go to like something like Shabbat, which is why people are, some people are just, they can't go through it. There are people that just can't do Shabbat. Not because they can't do it, you know, religiously. They just can't do it. Because they don't know how to not do every single second. So I know people that go into Shabbat. And they like sleep through most of it. It's like they get like 12 hours of sleep at night. And like they just, they don't know what to do with themselves. And that's because. Even in the world of do, there's something deeper, which is the world of be. And we started last week to delve into this world of doing, but we're gonna be always drawing from the world of being. And I hope that when you're with us, and if you come now, we're talking about something that will stick with me for, for this and it'll make sense, I hope. But we have to remember that in this world where we're in right now, figuring these pieces out is like, life could be life altering because this is what we do all day. Be, do, have. And where we put our eyes determines how we feel and how we act and how impactful we are. And we were worried last week is we spoke about this idea of doing, but when we spoke about doing, we spoke about it from a context of flow of immersion of feeling lost in something coming from purpose. I look at my life and I have to continuously increase the level of purpose in my life. So I need to not just be a husband, not just be a family person, not just be a friend. I need to be a great husband. I need to be a great friend. This is bothering me. Sweater is a little. And I need to. Once I start to appreciate that. That the, the work that I'm doing needs to be increased in its standard. That starts to take my existing regular everyday life and require more intention. How do I become greater at my life? How do I become more engaged in my circumstances? How do I take what I have and make it better? I am turning to the bee. I am turning to something deeper than my hands and I am using it to increase the borders that go around my, my mind. So if I'm sitting in my office and my desk is is a wreck and I want to be a more efficient employee, how do I come in and be a more efficient employee? Okay, well, look around me. What can I do to be better at my job, to be more effective at the things I do when I'm in the office? And as soon as I start to see that in myself, I come into my world, my desk, and I'm like, okay, what do I got to do? Maybe it's how I respond. Maybe it's how I deliver information. Maybe it's how I deliver my reports. Maybe it's the work environment and the things that are around me. It doesn't matter because the moment I realize that the things that I already do need to just increase its standard, now I am increasing the purpose of my already existing life. And by doing that, I am adding value to the things that I'm already engaged in. And in doing that now, I've got more intention that has to go to my life, which means I can't deliver that intention to the chaos. I got something to do. I got purpose. Forget, like, we're not even up to, like, visualization and I want to become, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Forget that just get into the world that we're living in unless that we go into our lives and we have purpose and i have a desire to be excellent at my life i have a life even if my whole life isn't doing nothing still a life i have time i was talking to some of the day um, who just thank god made an exit he had a company some major conglomerate was looking for stuff. They bought out his company at a large multiple and basically he has got nothing to do and a a lot of money and a lot of money to to spend. So, you know, the first week it's like celebrations, blah, blah, blah. Everybody wants to be the guy, you know, that. second week all his friends that were in friends become friends. You know, that whole story, you know, All the buddies that like forgot to be buddies is, are now buddies once he, he you because know, his, his, per, his, the sale of his company hit the papers, you know, and then like, after a while, like, you know, he just settles into his life and now he's bored. Like for a guy like that, who's so, and so many years he's bored. It's explaining to him that you have time. Be excellent at your time. Pick something that you could do and get lost in the projects. Pick wisdom that you can you can delve into and own. Pick a project. Pick things. Don't allow time to run by you where it's just your days are, are just disparate. And they're just all over the place. This is why Sundays drive Americans crazy. They drive Americans nuts. For those who are tuning in from Israel, I see Daniel's on. For those who are tuning in from Israel, you, you don't have this problem because your day off is Friday and Friday is Arab Shabbat. So it's always a busy day. But for Americans, when you go through Saturday, whether you, you're observant, Jewish, not, it doesn't matter. Once you hit Sunday, you're like, what am I going to do all day? People go crazy on Sundays. Until the, you know, that's why the National Football League is so popular. I tell people all the time like, Sundays are the best days of the week. You can do whatever you want, but just be productive. But you're not going to get to that level of productivity if you don't have purpose. This is where people trip up. They're wondering why they're not more productive, thinking that it's an issue of doing. It's not doing, it's being. This is where we're going to take our eyes and look towards the be. What do I want to be? So you look at your life and go, okay, I don't have to like be something I'm not. I have things in my life. I've got roles that I'm already playing. I've got responsibilities that I'm already doing. I have to now take those things and increase the standard. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better, I want to be a better what? And you have to allow that desire to permeate. This is what, you know, in many ways, like when you're off alone and like you're in an airport, if you, we do those anymore, or you're in a car, or you're on a bus or wherever you are, where you have a minute to not be bombarded with information. Those are the one of the, those are the, some of the greatest moments. And we're so scared of them that like, if you're in a car, we're like, as we're driving, texting or searching for podcasts, because God forbid, if we're driving and there's like eight minutes of silence, we'll go out of our mind. What can I do? Who can I call? What can I do? Who can I call? We wake up in the morning. If you can get a cup of coffee, that's quiet. And we forget that these are the times where we are, there's something that's activity called Thinking the thinking is not like, oh, it's just, you know, lost thinking is like intentional. What do I want to be? And we allow a moment to build up a desire for something. I want to be a great person. You see, you hear something, you come out of a funeral, God forbid, and you hear about the impact that this person had on a community. And we don't, on the way home, we already forget, but like to really let that build up. I want to have an impact on my community. I want to change something. I want to have an impact. You hear a story of, of, uh, of, 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 a, of a spouse that was dedicated. I, I want to be dedicated. So when we, if we don't take time to allow the thoughts of purpose to build into our minds, then when we hit an action and the action gets hard, we have nothing to rely on. You know, there's a reason that when you go to a I haven't, but I maybe one day will go to a locker room of a national professional team. I watch the behind the scenes stuff sometimes because I love sports. Everywhere you look are national trophies. Everywhere you look are champions raising their hands, <laughs> historical figures in the in in the football team. Everywhere you look in any professional world are images and pictures of success. Everything they talk about is the Lombardi trophy winning the Super Bowl. Everywhere you go on a national football team is winning the Super Bowl. Do you know why? Because they want to implant the desire for greatness in everything. And that will subconsciously raise the level of working out and raise the level of preparation and raise the level of activity naturally. We fail many times because stu- our, our hands are not the key here. Our hands are just soldiers to our brain. And when our brain looks down to our B and says, I wanna be great and holds that for a minute, and breathes it in a little bit and thinks about what that is. The whole game changes. Think about, have you ever once walked into your office, ever, and on the way into the office said, this is gonna be a great day. I wanna be, I wanna have excellence in my activity today. I wanna be excellent today. And think about it in the car ride. I wanna be excellent. Think about it, 15 minutes investment you're gonna be working for eight hours that day six hours that day whatever it is six hours you can leverage the six hour investment of your life by 15 minutes of thinking about what it feels like to be awesome i'm gonna be great today i'm gonna work hard this person's gonna walk in i'm not gonna get thrown I'm going to double check the work. I had 10 things on my list. I'm going to knock them out. And I'm not going to do this till afterwards. I know what's going to happen. I know by lunchtime, I'm going to get lost. I know that computer is going to come on and I'm going to be like distracted. I'm not putting it on. And then when I leave at five o'clock today, I'm going to get back in this car. And when I get in this car, it's going to feel amazing. It's, it sounds insane. It, sound, it sounds insane. It's because we're not yet professionals. But if you go to a professional sport, you go to a professional sport, they do that all the time. It's called the locker room. You walk in, they're like, we're going to win today. It's going to be amazing today. We're going to play great. They come out. They're pumping each other up. They play the game. They come back. They recap. I got to tell you, I know companies like this. I know I know companies like this, startup companies that have taken on industries. This is how they do it. Now it's, with COVID, it's harder. But like this is how they did it back in the old days. They got together every morning, cup of coffee. They sat around their cubicles. Guy got up, talked about a couple of things. Everybody came out stronger. They had the it, this is how they do it. They 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 got their minds right. I know people that do this with prayer. I don't know if those who pray. In a, with a minyan, with a quorum of men, it's, it's a long process. It's hard for many people. Guys come in, they walk into the to the synagogue every morning, and they have. I, I know guys like this. They get their head right. I'm walking into the place. I'm going to be great. It's going to work hard. I'm going to. I believe in God. I'm going to. I know I'm going to be distracted. There was a famous rabbi named Rabbi Eliashev. Rabbi Eliashiv. one of the most famous. Think about this. Rabbi Eliashev was was one of the biggest rabbis in Israel. He was called, in Hebrew, it's called a gadol hador, a gadol hador, the greatest man of the generation. He was once walking with his student, and his student walked him into his, his home, his apartment in Israel, in Jerusalem. This is one of the greatest stories. As he walks into the apartment, he stops. Before he knocks on the door, opens the door of his own apartment. Now, the rabbi at this time is probably in his 80s. I'm sure he's been married 50 plus years at this point, maybe more. And as he walks in, he had a long coat. He fixes his coat, brushes it off, takes off his black hat. He was the rabbi, brushes the black fixes his hat. And the man, the, 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 the student is talking to the rabbi and he's like not even paying attention. He composes himself and then he opens the door, greets his wife. They sit down. How's your day? Da-da-da-da-da. After a few minutes, goes into study and finishes up with the student. Soon goes, I'm sorry, Rabbi. Like, what was that? What was what? It's like <laughs> a little conversation. I lost you. You fixed your coat. <laughs> so the rabbi turns to him. Listen to this. He says, When that woman married me when I was in my 20s, when I came home every day when I was a student, I fixed myself up. I wanted her to see a good looking man, how I looked. I said, hello, how I greeted her, I was presentable. What, because we're married 60 years, I shouldn't come in the same way? She should see less because she's been living with me for 60 years. She should only see more. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he just did? Got his head right. Got his head right, I'm about to see my wife. I'm about to see my wife. She deserves someone who's a little put together. My, my day was, drove me crazy. She doesn't deserve my day. My wife doesn't, is not the, 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 the punching bag of my frustrations. Kids don't deserve a sour face because someone in the office couldn't think past themselves. I want to be excellent in my house today. I want to be excellent when I get home. Take a deep breath. Be. And now I walk in and my whole headspace is different. I want to be excellent in this next phone call. I want to be excellent at this next meeting. Purpose. Purpose is what blocks our chaos. Purpose. Purpose is what creates order around us. It's an intentionality. It's not activity in our hands. It's activity in our head. Increasing the intention is what silences all the chaos. Because if I have to be great in the next hour and I have that in my head going in, I am not going to naturally reach for the thing that is just distracting me. If I know I'm getting in my car in eight hours from now, and I know I'll feel something on the drive home, and I have that in my head the whole way, I'm going to act differently. I don't need to lose something to appreciate something. That's what happens when we lose something or when we're about to lose something we start to increase our intentionality to the value of the thing itself. When something is lost, now we look at it and go, wow, it's so valuable. We don't need that. We shouldn't need to have a life where in order to value something, I have to lose it for a little bit or for good. I just have to focus on it while I have it. Losing things makes me focus on it because I feel the loss But why can I focus on it when I have it? Because if I focus on it and I focus on my ability to be the great at it, it'll create a purpose in my mind. And that purpose will create intentionality. And that intentionality will start to block out the chaos. And when I block out the chaos around me, I've got more attention to give to the thing in front of me. And when I got more attention, I could be better at it, which will only make me feel better, which will only make me increase my intentionality and upward staircase. I walk until I've reached the top. Okay, we'll continue. Think about this on a Sunday for those that are here live. Sunday is the day of chaos. 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 If you've got kids at home, they're like looking up, like, what, we do, what are we doing? This is the time in many ways of chaos. End of the year, long vacations. But this also can be a time of real excellence. We can pick up on things that we never did before. We can be excellent in the stuff that we are too busy for. But it all begins with our minds, and it all begins with our desire to increase our excellence in the life that we already have. All right. Have an awesome day. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow.